Radio 680 WCBM. Maryland, the wait is over. BetMGM is here to elevate your sports betting experience. Head over to WCBM.com or fire up the WCBM mobile app to sign up and claim your offer. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right, good morning. Good morning, good morning. We have so much to talk about today on Kid Classic Live. Uh, don't forget, if you're ever not in your car near your radio, you can always take me on the go. You can go to the App Store, download the WCBM app. It is free. Or you can also catch it on Spotify, Amazon Echo, and tune in. And then if you, of course, are at work or anywhere in front of your laptop, you can go to WCBM.com and you can stream it live right there on your computer. So... Of course, I'm going to start the show saying that I appreciate the Baltimore Ravens. I do. I think they had a fantastic season. Uh, I think that they tried their best. Well, here's what I'll say. I didn't watch all of the game yesterday. Uh, I kind of had it on as background noise. You know, Sundays is for cleaning. If you grew up in a house like mine, <laughs> you just, you're in this habit now. Sundays is for mopping the floor, vacuuming, you know, doing all the cleaning, getting prepared for Monday. And so I had it on in the background, but every once in a while I'd go take a look and see what was going on with the game. I will say, and I actually, I texted one of my friends about this and she agreed. I, I will say the Ravens, they, they kind of showed up. Like they were already defeated. Did anybody else get that vibe? Like it wasn't like we're all in, we're excited, we're about to play hard, we're gonna win this. It, there was like that confidence level. I I just didn't see it. And maybe it's because I don't pay attention to football enough. Maybe this is how they always are. I don't know. Uh, my friend that agreed with me, I'm pretty sure she watches football just as much as I do. <laughs> so it's not a ton. But it just seemed to me that the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they just seemed like they were more confident in Baltimore's house. I just, I don't know. It was it was very strange. It was bizarre. Uh, obviously, I saw lots of the videos circulating from all the uh, tailgating. It looks like Jimmy Seafood had a really fun tailgate. Shaq was in the house, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, and it seemed like there was, you know, a huge crowd. Everybody looked like they were having a great time. Uh, but I have to say, I, I, you know, I appreciate the Ravens. There aren't many positive things that we could talk about in Baltimore. So it's great that we can talk about both the Ravens and the Orioles. And it's great that we have two really good teams. Now, I did think about the fact that if only we had leadership that were as good as our sports teams, <laughs> we would be in the money. Right? We would be doing so well. Yet you had uh, Mayor Brayden Scott, Governor Westmore. Governor Westmore, again, the biggest fanboy I think I've ever seen in my life. He's too old for this. <laughs> he's in his 40s. And he's still, like, fangirling over, like, Ray Lewis and others that he saw at the field. And I was just like, this guy is, gosh, you know, you would almost think that he grew up. You know, maybe I guess idolizing some of these uh, these athletes, and so now that he has a chance to meet them, he's like, you know, screaming. It's like you know, it's almost as if like somebody I could say, okay, maybe when I was seventeen, if I was about to meet Justin Timberlake and in sync, that's how I see Governor West War here in his forties. Like he meets some of these these athletes, and he's like, oh my god! And so, of course, there were lots of videos that were posted by both Mayor Brandon Scott and Governor Westmore. And even though I hate Mayor Brandon Scott's policies, I don't want him to be the mayor. His son is so darn cute. He's so darn cute. He knows what he's doing posting that little baby. 
This little baby is so precious. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't seen his son, it's he is so adorable. And I'm like, here I am saying, oh, I hate his policies. But, oh, look at the baby. <laughs> That's why he posts them. You're not going to get me, Mayor Scott. No, you're not. But I'm glad to see that everybody had a good time. Uh, and it looks like, I guess, didn't the mayor, he made a, a bet, a wager with the mayor of Kansas City. And I think now he owes some crab cakes to all this other stuff. So, yeah, so he's got uh, he's got to pay his debt now. Uh, so I'm pretty sure we'll watch that. And he did say that he was going to light City Hall up red if the Ravens were to lose. Uh, so we'll probably see a red City Hall here tonight. You know, I guess it's all good fun. Yeah, I will say, because there's been so much drama around this whole Taylor Swift thing. And I will say that the Taylor Swift memes that I saw before she got to town, there were all these people posting, like, they were photoshopping Taylor Swift into pictures. Like, she would be in front of, like, a liquor liquor store in Park Heights. (laughs) It was really funny. There was one where she was, like, she was uh, photoshopped onto a dirt bike. And like popping wheelies <laughs> down front. Like, there are some creative people in Baltimore. They, they were hilarious. Well, anyways, as I saw some of the game and I saw some of the clips where it did show Taylor Swift, I did see the clip where she was telling the camera to just, and I, this is what she mouthed, uh, you know, to it. It said, go away, please. You know, I'm now thinking that Taylor Swift is more like a victim here than someone that wants all of this attention and, and being on television. Because when I saw her saying that, I was like thinking to myself, you know, of course the NFL would use her presence at the game, uh, you know, for more marketing, PR, more money, more ratings, right? And so now I'm, I'm, I know there are a lot of people that felt as though that she was in on it. But the way that I saw her last night, I, I'm starting to think that she's she's just a victim like us. She's a victim. We're, we're victims because we have to keep getting updates about Taylor Swift and some suite or box. <laughs> And then she's a victim because I don't think she really wants to be on camera. I really don't. I think she actually is dating this guy, Travis Kelsey, and I think she's there to support her boyfriend. And I I think people are turning it into something more than it is. And, you know, of course, me, I I know the girlfriends more than the players. I didn't realize uh, Olivia Copel, the former Miss Universe, her fiancé, Christian, He's on the Kansas City Chief. How do you say his last name? McAfee? Mac- Christian? Whatever it is. Well, anyways, I know that he's engaged to Olivia. Oh, the 49ers. Yes, Christian McCaffrey. Is that how you say it? Okay, so I know that. And trust me, I wouldn't get this confused because both teams have red, and I am just. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. But he's on the 49ers. I had no idea. I had no idea. When I saw him speaking on the stage after the uh, the 49ers-Lions game, I said, oh, my gosh, that's Olivia Coppola's fiancé. <laughs> the moral of the story is don't watch football with me because all I know are the fiancés and the wives. And then when I see them on the stage or I see them playing ball, I'm like, oh, he's marrying so-so, so-so, right? Uh, Russell Westbrook, he's with Sierra. Like, that's how I know who the football players are, because of the wives and the girlfriends. I know, it's sad. It's sad. So basically, the matchup, to me, in my mind, for the Super Bowl, it's going to be Taylor Swift versus Olivia Coppola. That's that's basically what it comes down to. I don't know who's going to have the best fashion. Usually, Olivia Coppola has, you know, she is a fashion model. She's got great fashion. Uh, Taylor Swift... I know I said this before. I, I feel as though that she's she's very relatable, and this is why I think a lot of young girls like her. She doesn't have all the plastic surgery, which I like, right? Because think about it. She could afford to look like a Kardashian if she really wanted to. Uh, but she's chosen to just be true to herself. I respect that. I respect it. 
And so I guess we'll see the Super Bowl who does best. I'm going to already say this up front. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will most likely win it. Uh, I was actually surprised to see the 49ers win because when I first looked at the game, I thought the Detroit Lions were way ahead. And then when I came back to it, I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, but shout out to those that won. And again, shout out to our Ravens. Uh, I think you did a, a, a fantastic job, and I can't wait to see what you do next year. All right, there was more news over the weekend. Uh, on Friday, uh, of course, we got the notification that Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger has announced that he has no plans to run for re-election. Uh, that is my congressman over in uh, Maryland's 2nd Congressional District. Now, I was shocked to see that he has done uh, 11 terms. Did anybody else think he was there that long? I didn't think he was there that long. I knew it was a long time. <laughs> and when they, you know, when they say how many terms, you're thinking, wow, was it really that long? Remember, you got to double it, right? Because it's yeah, every two years. Uh, so he's uh, he's bowing out. And, of course, there are a lot of people already already assuming that the, the next one up is going to be Baltimore County Executive Johnny Osheski. And, of course, I'm sitting here looking at it like, whoa, 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 whoa. I hope this guy doesn't fail upwards. I hope he doesn't. All right? The Baltimore County Executive Johnny O has ruined Baltimore County. Let's be honest about that. He has ruined it. We now have open-air drug markets that thrive under Johnny O. Uh, we obviously have more crime and violence under Johnny O. During the whole George Floyd situation, what was Johnny O doing? Putting together a police accountability board, right? That's what he was putting together, as if the police in Baltimore County had anything to do with what was going on with George Floyd. Nothing. They had nothing to do with it. The police in Baltimore County are amazing police officers. And here he is trying to bring it home because he wants to be progressive, right? He's got to do the virtual signaling. It's like, oh, yes. You know, what's happened to George Floyd is awful. Yeah, it is awful. But it had nothing to do with Baltimore County. You're talking about police accountability. What about the criminal accountability? What about politician accountability? Then, of course, they take away the the plastic bags. And just so you know, I have a guest coming on tomorrow. His name is Luke. He's a, a crabber. Uh, you know, very young guy, but he talks about, he had this video that kind of went a little viral on Instagram, and he was talking about the uh, the sewage in the Baltimore waterways, and he's going to talk about how every time it rains, you've got uh, raw sewage in the way. It's, it's absolutely disgusting. But he's going to talk about that uh, with us tomorrow. Now, this kid, he's apolitical, right? Not Republican or Democrat. He's going to just tell us the facts about what's been going on with the water system. And I can tell you right now, you know, when you have all these progressives saying that, oh, you got to you know, get rid of the plastic bags, that's the worst thing in our waterways, apparently that's not true. Apparently, crabbers and others are saying that's not true. It's just a talking point. So Luke will be on with us tomorrow. He's actually coming in studio, and I want you to be able to call in and ask him questions as well, uh, because I, I think this is uh, very interesting. Apparently, it's you know infrastructure issues. It will probably cost a lot of money, but these are some of the things that politicians should be trying to figure out uh, rather than just you know showing up to Ravens games or you know basically inconveniencing, inconveniencing us and taking away plastic bags. The plastic bags in the waterways, not a thing. Not a thing. According to the crabbers, according to those that are on the waterways every single day, they're saying that's not even a thing. So we're going to talk to Luke tomorrow. But this is why I say, you know, no one here should fail upwards. Okay? 
I look, I, I can't, I cannot stomach it. If they think, and I also, I have a question, because somebody called before saying how uh, Johnny O lives in Miller's Island, and he does. Isn't that District 7? I don't think that's even the second district. I know there's a, a, a young woman that called to tell us about, uh, you know, where he lives on Miller's Island, said she's not too far away. If you're listening to the show, I would love to know. 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. I do believe, since the redistricting, I do believe Miller's Island is now in the 7th within Fume. And so I know a lot of people are saying Johnny O's the next one up. They're saying that he's been raising money. Sure, but again, he does. if if he really is in Miller's Island, and I do believe it's the 7th, he doesn't actually live in the 2nd. And there were a lot of people that were not happy in 2020 when I ran in the 7th living in the 2nd, right? So that would be very hypocritical. Uh, I did want you to take a listen. I've got uh, some audio here from Channel 11 News. Uh, they were, Kate Amar, I believe, was talking about uh, Dutch uh, basically announcing he's not ready for re-election, and uh, Dutch had a few words as well. Take a listen. At his district office here in Timonium this afternoon, the congressman told us this was not an easy decision. He said he loves his job, but he loves his family most of all. My true love are my grandkids and my wife and family. Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger says his 11th term in the U.S. House of Representatives will be his last. He is not running for re-election. He made it official in a video announcement first on Friday and then followed up a bit later at his district office in Timonium, where he said he has loved his job for the last 21 years down in D.C. as Maryland's 2nd District Rep on Capitol Hill. I'm sad, there's no question. When you've done something for such a long time, but uh, I'm, I'm living with it, and uh, everybody tells me that when you're out, you're a lot happier. Reaction pouring in from fellow members of Team Maryland. His legacy will live on. He will be sorely missed. Congratulations, Dutch, for a great career. We were seatmates on the floor. We just talked about this last week, and he was still kind of uncertain at the time. So we're all going to wish him well, and we will find a way as a team here in Maryland uh, to wrap our arms around whoever replaces him. So Congressman Kwaishi and Fume says they're going to wrap their round, arms around whoever replaces them. You hear that? They're just, they're, they're already saying, they're telling you that they know the next person in that seat is going to be a Democrat. They're already claiming the seat. You have no say voters, according to Congressman Kwaishi and Fume. I mean, it's like they write the Republicans off every single time. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And I will, yeah, I wonder, if a Republican wins the seat, will Fume wrap his arms around that individual? I hope that a Republican wins. And then I'm going to play that audio back. <laughs> and I'm like, we're waiting for the arms in Fume. <laughs> Where are they? Where are they? And if you heard there, Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger, he also said, uh, you know, well, you've done something for a long time. It's just, what have you done? <laughs> He's, he's like, well, you've done something. What is this something? Like, like explain it to me, because I really don't know what Dutch has done. I will say this. I appreciate the fact that Dutch is not a progressive, uh, but I hope that a progressive like Johnny O does not replace him. Uh, that would be a nightmare. And I don't think that Democrats should just uh, write the seat in as one of theirs. Uh, since redistricting, uh, District 2 is now a D plus 7, which means a Republican can, in fact, win if they work hard enough. Uh, same thing with District 6. I think Dan Cox is running for that seat. So now the Democrats have four open seats here going into November. They've got the Senate seat. they got District 3, District 6, and now District 2. 
Okay? Maryland Republicans, I hope, have an answer. I pray they have an answer. Now, we've talked before, central committees work very hard. Uh, hopefully that they've been finding some candidates to put in these places. I, I really do hope. We come back. I want to hear your thoughts on this. 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. Are you surprised that Democrats are already saying basically it's their seat? Are you, are you surprised on that? Do you think that possibly we can win some of these seats? Again, District 3, District 6, District 2, and the Senate seat. All up for grabs. All up for grabs. Can we do it? I want to know your thoughts. Coming up next. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you snore, you may have sleep apnea. But Dr. Damien Blum of Feel Well Rested has a simple solution. And it's not that cumbersome CPAP mask. Dr. Damien Blum will fit you with a custom-fit mouthpiece if you have sleep apnea. Make an appointment to see Dr. Damien Blum. If you're tired or overweight, clear your throat or snore, you may have sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can cause strokes, heart attacks, memory problems like Alzheimer's or dementia, and even death. Also, there's a connection to diabetes, acid reflux, and erectile dysfunction. Dr. Damien Blum is certified by the American Board of Dental Sleep Medicine, and he's a diplomat of the American Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine. Most health insurances are accepted, and they are in-network providers for Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Medicare. Call Dr. Damien Blum at Feel Well Rested at 410-744-6088. 410-744-6088. They want to help you feel well rested, too. Call today. 410-744-6088. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym. It was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 410-989-PAIN. That's 410-989-PAIN. 410-989-PAIN. Sean Hannity. I don't think this is the plan that David Weiss originally had. As a matter of fact, it was not. You know, there's always been an effort here. Let us be clear. They don't really care about Hunter Biden. This came out in the last two weeks that, hmm, well, we wonder if Hunter is going to be the sacrificial lamb in all this. It's not about Hunter. It's always been and continues to be about protecting Joe Biden as president. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. The views and opinions you hear on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com are not necessarily those of the owners, management, employers, and advertisers of WCBM. But they should be. This portion of Kim Klasik Live is sponsored by the law offices of Michael A. Friedman, representing injury victims for over 35 years, on the web at maflaw.com. All right, we're talking about the Ravens. Good run. Very proud of the team. Uh, I'm excited about baseball season. You guys know, I, I look, I like the football season, but it's just it's a little too much for me, right? Move those chains, yelling and screaming, drunk people. See, I'm more of a baseball girl, right? Everybody's chill. 
everybody's chill at Camden Yards. So again, excited for the Ravens to see what they do next year. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, we were talking about Congressman Dutch Rubersberger, and he has announced that he's not running for re-election. I said, you know what? What was Dutch doing there all this time? And Marty writes in, he says, Dutch gave us those four billion dollar balloons that we used to fly over Aberdeen until one broke loose. <laughs> Marty, you've got a great memory there. Yes, you did. Uh, somebody did say, so Miller's Island is in the 7th County Council District, but I believe it is in the 2nd Congressional District. Could be. Could be. I, I'm going to look it up. Don't worry. I will look it up. Uh, and then, of course, we have another one here. It says Republicans can't win after Hogan destroyed your party. Maybe uh, you, Nicolae Ambrose, Euripsy Morgan, David Marks would put up a fight. Hopefully we can do something. And that, again, comes in through the text line. So, yes, we've got the Senate seat open. We've got uh, the 2nd Congressional District, the 3rd Congressional District, and the 6th Congressional District. Uh, So we do. We have a fight on our hands if we really want it. Uh, But it's up to the uh, Maryland GOP. I did want to also update you. I know I got a lot of a lot of backlash here on Facebook when I said this about a year ago. Uh, Congresswoman Laura Boebert has placed fifth in a straw poll after they had a debate on Thursday in the district in which she just moved in, uh, which is CD4, where Ken Buck is not running for re-election. Now, this is a ruby-red district, uh, so there are lots of Republicans running for the seat. Uh, she was on a panel with uh, a lot of different people. The interesting part about this is, and I said this before because if you recall, when they were going back and forth, this is way before the ousting of Speaker McCarthy, uh, but they were going back and forth about what they, you know, tried to get McCarthy in in the first place, right? I think it went up to 15 votes or something like that. Well, she had gotten a phone call from President Trump uh, telling them to knock it off. And just <laughs> and she said that on the House floor. And I said, well, that's, that's a sign. Because remember, she only won uh, her last race by only 600 votes. So her seat, her seat was never truly safe. But I said, you know, she's playing with fire here. And so now you see that her district is no longer winnable in the in the third. She's moved to the fourth, and now she's placed fifth in the straw poll. Uh, I like Laura Boebert a lot, and I don't want to see her lose her seat. So hopefully the party can get behind her, and uh, we can get her in that seat. But I don't know if moving was the best choice. Uh, because I think some people look at it like carpet bagging, and I, I do hope that we can do better. Uh, also, we were talking about Johnny Osheski and how people are talking about the fact that he could be the one that will replace Dutch. And uh, Congressman Fube, if you heard that audio clip, he says, we're going to wrap our arms around whoever the winner may be. And I just hope, man, how great would that be if the Maryland GOP had an answer and he had to wrap his arms around a Republican? <laughs> I would love to see it. I would love to see it. So we have a lot going on. Uh, I know some of you were weighing in. Uh, some people were weighing in on the Senate seat as well, uh, asking, you know, which candidates do we have for the Senate seat? You know what? Th- these are things that we can talk about leading up to November. Uh, I do believe that candidates have until February 9th to file. Uh, so now that this seat is open, now that, we, of course, we still have the third district, uh, that seat is open. I know we've talked to Bernie Flowers multiple times. I know he's running for that seat. And so we, we have time, right? We have time to talk about who's running where. Uh, but they have to file soon. They have to file soon. All right, coming up next, we'll be joined by Delegate Ryan Araki, Delegate Kathy Shalega. This is the Resistance Report. We do this every Monday at 9.30 a.m. I'm so glad they're able to come down here to WCBM in studio and give us an update on what's going on. I know that they're very busy. They have a lot going on. We will talk about the uh, speed cameras possibly coming to Baltimore County. 
Fairness in Girls Sports and that Project Baltimore investigation with the sex offender that has been in schools. Inside schools. I don't think it's just sex offenders. I think we probably got uh, some shooters, some murderers, right? Their records are sealed, those juveniles. So we have no idea who's sitting in class with our children. The Resistance Report, coming up next. News, I'm Rich Thomason. We shall respond. That vow from President Biden follows a deadly drone strike by an Iranian-backed terrorist group. It killed several American service members at a base in Jordan near the border with Syria. Former President Trump writes this brazen attack on the United States is yet another horrific and tragic consequence of Joe Biden's weakness and surrender. Israel says significant gaps remain following the latest round of ceasefire talks with the U.S., Qatar, and Egypt. But Israel calls the discussions constructive and says they will continue in the coming weeks. North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un has supervised test firings of cruise missiles designed to be launched from submarines and has also reviewed efforts to build a nuclear-powered sub. And the San Francisco 49ers will face the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs next month's Super Bowl. More details at srnews.com. Milestones are important moments in all of our lives that bring our family together or at times test their strength. What milestones are you celebrating this year? Are you a new grandparent, recently married, newly retired? Whatever goals you've achieved, now's the time to protect them. Stouffer Legal is here to help ensure you and your loved ones are protected if something unexpected were to happen. Our valuable estate planning insights can help protect and preserve what's most important to you. We are here to protect your family and provide a peace of mind to your generation of planners. Our experienced attorneys are dedicated to estates, wills, trusts, and medical directives. We look forward to hearing from you and learning more about your family's story. Learn more about how to protect your stuff and your legacy at PlanBaltimore.com or by calling 410-645-PLAN. That's PlanBaltimore.com. PlanBaltimore.com or call us at 410-645-PLAN. For as wet as the months of December and January have been, it's really good to get a break. No rain, no snow today. A mix of sun and clouds, breezy, and temperatures not warming up a lot today. 48 will be as warm as we get. Tomorrow, a little bit cooler, partly cloudy 45. Wednesday, there's a slight chance of a raindrop, perhaps a snowflake. Not much wet weather. 44 Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel. For Talk Radio 680 WCBM. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Do you want to experience one of the world's biggest, boldest ships and cruise the tropics with me, Bruce Elliott? This October 27th, 2024, you can get on board and travel the best overall cruise ship, Symphony of the Seas. Join me for a WCBM Radio Week of Adventures on deck with world-class entertainment, including Broadway's favorite hairspray. Enjoy pool day bliss under the sun, gourmet dining from Italy to Wonderland, and of course, a cocktail party on board and drinks here on me. Memories will be made on the shore of Nassau, the Space Coast of Port Canaveral, and Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. 
Come join Royal Caribbean and BTS Cruise and Tour on Symphony of the Seas for seven wonderful nights and glorious days in the warm sun. Call 410-825-9887 for questions or reservations. That's 410-825-9887. All aboard! Features may vary by ship. All itineraries are subject to change without notice. Ships Registry, The Bahamas. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Do you want a retirement advisor that you know you can trust? Would you like an advisor who will look at your whole picture, your Social Security, your retirement savings, IRAs, 401ks, and your pension with a retirement income plan for life? Well, that's why you need to talk with my guy, Rod Barrowi and Safe Retirement Solutions. They now have offices in Annapolis and Towson. Call Rod and make him your guy, 410 410- 266-1120-410-266-1120. Tell them your friend Sean Hannity sent you. When you move to assisted living, what do you get? At some places you get tricked, hoodwinked, ripped off, duped, swindled, even hornswoggled. At Lorian Assisted Living, you don't get that. You get transparent pricing, no surprises, and you get 24-hour licensed nursing on site. Not every place has that. Try the Lorian Pricing Calculator. Know what to expect in five easy clicks. Visit LorianMakesSense.com. That's LorianMakesSense.com. Lorian Makes Assisted Living Makes Sense. Looking to sell your home? Want to get top dollar? Hi, this is Vinny Steo with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Get multiple cash offers in minutes. Go to VinnyStio.com, type in your address, and start packing. Visit VinnyStio.com. That's VinnyStio.com. Are you ready for talk radio unlike anything you've heard before? I'm Frank Morano. Join me for the other side of midnight for an unexpected journey through current events, the paranormal, pop culture, and more. Weekday mornings from 1 to 5. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right, you're in for a treat. We talk often about what's going on in Annapolis. Sometimes we are very confused, and uh, I think that's because the Democrats do have the majority. So we see a lot of bills that are proposed that just make absolute no sense. And uh, I will say, a little update here. We looked at the map, and it does look like Miller's Islands in the Congressional District Number 7. Uh, so if that's the case, remember, uh, Democrats said you have to live where you run. So if Baltimore County Executive Johnny O wants to run in the second, he better move. All right. So we are getting into the resistance report. Good morning to Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan Iraqi. How are you guys doing? We are so happy to be here today. Happy Monday. Yes. <laughs> so excited to be here with you, Kim, especially, you know, to bring our spirits up after that game yesterday. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yes. How did you guys feel about that? Oh, so sad. Yes. Crying, crying. <laughs> in my beer, definitely. Oh my the yeah. defense played pretty good. You know, I mean, to hold you know, the Chiefs to only 17 points, but then to just not be able to kind of get the job done on offense was so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, I talked about it with my friend yesterday, and she noted, too, that they almost seemed defeated before the game ended. And it was just, like, from very early on. Like, they didn't seem to have the energy or the confidence. And so, I look, I don't watch enough football to know. I just I just don't go Ravens, right? Yes. <laughs> like yeah, we, well, Ryan and I love football. Matter of fact, I watch the first half with him okay. and his family, and then I watch the second half with my family. But, um, yeah. yeah, we we love football. And I, I just think sometimes when they get that week off, they come in cold. Yeah. And, you know, it takes them a while to warm up. But okay. I don't know whether it was the jitters being on such, you know, Super Bowl bound that really got Lamar tied up. But he just underperformed. Maybe they were just in awe of Taylor Swift being in, <laughs> in the same yeah. there yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did know earlier, you know, she was telling the cameras to, like, not film her at some point. Oh, and they good. were showing the clip. Maybe she's a 
victim in all this. She oh, might be. maybe. Yeah. You know? And now I feel bad for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it annoys me. I mean, yeah. I love football. I, I it, She's not football. Like, no, no, no. She's When I think Taylor Swift, I think of teen girls putting on makeup and going out to dates with boys. You know and I, mean? and I love her music. I yeah. mean, she's a talented musician, and I love her music, but... She's not football. No, no. Well, you know what? We'll be watching the Super Bowl. I said yesterday on Twitter, I was like, now both teams have red. I'm going to be thoroughly confused. (laughs) 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 I have no idea what's going on now. All right. We are talking about the resistance report right now. I guess I want to get into uh, Baltimore County and the speed cameras. What is the update there? Oh, man. Ryan, kick it off. Oh, my goodness. So we have uh, a bill that's in front of our Baltimore County delegation, our House delegation. It's House Bill 58. Uh, that would radically expand the number of speed cameras in Baltimore County. Now, to just kind of put it out there, Kim, so everyone understands how speed cameras currently work in Baltimore County, uh, they can be within a half a mile uh, of a school. Now, there are 176 public schools in Baltimore County, about 141 private schools in Baltimore County. So you're talking about somewhere in the ballpark of about 318 or so schools in Baltimore County. Uh, if you look on a map... It's about two-thirds of the landmass in the county is already covered. Uh, it could be covered by speed cameras, right? So now we've decided that's not good enough, and we've decided it's not good enough to potentially have hundreds of speed cameras in Baltimore County. Now we need to just take the limits off, take the state's role out of it, put Johnny O uh, in charge of more speed cameras around Baltimore County, uh, and just you know have no limit to it, uh, and just have just tickets flooding all of our mailboxes. Kathy, what did you talk yeah, about? Yeah, I think uh, Ryan had a great quote uh, in the paper saying, "Soon we'll have more speed cameras than Amazon trucks." Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yes. It it it's unnecessary. So you know, here's a solution looking for a problem. Typical government, typical big government Democrats think, oh, you know, let's you you haven't done a great job at what you have. Let's give you more. And, um, you know, these forty dollar tickets, my mother-in-law's car was stolen. And let me tell you the work it took to fight the speed camera tickets and easy pass violations. And, you know, it made a police report, but it, it was awful. And we have all these stolen cars. The ticket goes to your house. The, you know, we're finding that tickets are going to the wrong address. So then people end up with late fees and fines. Your, your registration can be held up yeah. or you want to sell a car until you rectify this situation. So it's not necessary. Yes, look, speed cameras in front of schools work. We we readily admit we are all about safety, um, and so having a speed camera where everybody knows where it is in front of a school that makes you slow down for those kids that's that's good. But putting them a half a mile away from a school that's not about student safety. No, and and, yeah. and Kim, you know I'm all about safety. I've got I've got five kids, right? I want you know schools and other areas to be safe, absolutely. But. When you look at how the county determines where they're moving these speed cameras around, say they've got 36 that are active currently, guess what the the number one factor is for when they decide to move a speed camera? 
It's revenue. It, when the camera stops producing enough revenue, they move it somewhere else, right? So if it's not producing revenue, it actually means that it's probably changed behaviors in that area, and that means we should keep it there, right? We right. should we should keep slowing folks down uh, there. And I asked in our Baltimore County delegation um, meeting last Friday, I said, could you tell me who the company is? Could you tell me if they're a for-profit company, not-for-profit? They couldn't give. They couldn't answer. They couldn't tell me the company's name. They couldn't tell me whether they were for-profit or not-for-profit. I mean, of course, we all know that this is just a big revenue generator, and that that's it. It's not about safety. Yeah. So what can you do? Call, write, email your Baltimore County delegate or senator and tell them your view on this. Hopefully you're with us and you think we don't need any more speed cameras. Tell them to vote no. The vote is going to be Friday. On Friday, and that's House Bill 58. Yes. Right? All right. And then also another bill coming up, Fairness in Girls Sports. I know today is January 29th, and there's a deadline today. Tell us a little bit about that, Delegate. Very, very excited about this. This bill, we talked about it last week, really simple. High school, JV, and varsity girls sports are only for girls. It's that simple. Doesn't weigh in on rec, doesn't weigh in in college, because we don't have jurisdiction over that. High school, JV, and varsity girls sports are only for biological girls. The bill hearing is Wednesday of a huge press conference, Wednesday at noon if you can come, uh, wear your team jersey, show up at noon to the House of uh, Delegates office building, but today you have to sign up to testify. So the test of, uh, the bill hearing is Wednesday. Today is the day to sign up to testify. Go online. Just check my social media. You know, call my office. We'll get you all set up. You can testify in person. You can testify virtually. You can submit written. You can just weigh in and say uh, for this bill. So, you know, let people know this is important. We need to protect our girls. We need to protect their records. We need to protect their scholarships. And future athlete, uh, future Olympians, where do they right. get their start? Here in high school sports. So this is really important. Yeah, I saw a, a news clip, I think, last week about Leah Thomas. <laughs> Did you see this about Leah Thomas wanting to go to the Olympics? Can you tell us a little bit about oh that? Because I didn't God. get to read the entire thing. I oh, thought, here we go again. Here we go again, Kim. Yeah. It's like, first of all, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't, don't, I mean, look at the picture of him. He's giant. He's like six, four, six feet. You know, he's, he's a full man with long arms and giant feet. And, you know, next to these women athletes that are, you know, average size, very athletic women who've trained really hard. Um, he is now suing to go to the Olympics. Now he can say he's a woman, but he's not. Right. Common sense, your eyes will tell the truth. This is a man, and Riley Gaines has huge notoriety over this issue, Olympic uh, collegiate swimmer, actually tied him, and the NCAA gave him the trophy. They literally tied to the hundredth of a second, which almost never happens in swimming. And, you know, I heard her speak in Pennsylvania recently, and she said, yeah, they, they took us back behind the podium and said, sorry, Riley. We're giving the trophy to Leah Thomas. That is insane. How unbelievable is this that we even have to have this? I mean, thank you for Delegate Schlega for doing this, but that we even have to have this debate. I mean, you know, women uh, have have made huge strides with with college sports and college athletics and, and professional sports. And, and now we're going to take that all, all, all these years of kind of, you know, the past 30, 40 years of, of work that is going on. We're going to take it all away and, and give it to, frankly, some guys that can't compete against other guys. They, they, yeah. they can't cut it uh, against men. 
and and so then they you know they have to then go compete against women. I mean, it, it is ridiculous that we even have to have this discussion. But you know, I'm I'm so glad that that Kathy is is bringing this bill forward, and she's got a an amazing a broad spectrum of people. Kid, when I looked at, at who is supporting this bill, I was like, nice. "Holy cow! I can't believe that person is with you because they, they don't normally line up. Some of these yeah. folks don't normally it, line up with us." Or, or liberal things. Democrats, look, you got Martina Navratilova that's taking a public stand on this against men playing in women's sports. Um, you know, there. This is not a Republican Democrat issue. This is common sense, right? Protecting girls, Title Nine. We've come so far. Like, why would you let the best woman be a man? Right. Why? It doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that there are some liberals and Democrats coming forward because they all have daughters as well. They were maybe once an athlete themselves. And it, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why we're having this conversation. Real quick, though, before uh, we move on to the next topic or even our caller here. Uh, so how do they, can they sign up to testify? Because I know it's today is the last day. Today is the day between 9 and 6. So sometime today before 6, you have to go online to the Maryland General Assembly website, look for the Ways and Means Committee, you know, find the bill. But just go on my social media. We have a step-by-step instructions to get you there. And if you can't figure it out, call my office. We will we will get you there. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you for doing this. And if you're just joining us, we're joined by uh, Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan Araki. I still don't know how you guys on social media got Kathy for Maryland and Ryan for Maryland. I don't know how this happened, okay? If I type in Kimberly for Maryland one day and it comes up, <laughs> I'm going to call you and be like, you know what? We're just some lucky people here. Yeah, just buy that domain immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should do so. I should do so. Uh, okay. All right. I've got Ed on line one. Ed, you wanted to ask a question? Good morning. Morning, Ed. Uh, no, I just wanted to inform you that if you don't pay a speed ticket, uh, one of the cameras or one of the red light cameras, and they report it to the Motor Vehicle Administration and flag your uh, registration, there's an additional $30 per month administrative fee that the MVA charges you to remove the flags based on that ticket. So it might have wow. been originally a $40 ticket, but it can get all the way up to you know, hundreds of dollars if it's been months since it's been paid. Wow. Well, Ed, thank you so much for filling us in on that. I appreciate you. And I guess, yes, there will be some fees. I mean, look, it, it doesn't make any sense. We don't need all of these speed cameras. We really don't. Uh, there's some areas where you might take a look at it, possibly. But like you said, this is about revenue. It is, it's completely about revenue. And we, we got a letter. There was a letter of support uh, for these speed cameras from the, the police chief in Baltimore County. And the shocking thing about the letter was basically he said, we don't want more police on the street. I, I couldn't get over that, Kim. We, we are hundreds of police officers short in Baltimore County. And the solution is to have less community policing, less police on the street. I, I don't, I just can't wrap my brain around that. I mean, we have a big crime issue, violent crime issue in Baltimore County. I think that we should have more police uh, doing active community policing, not less. Yeah, well, I talk all the time about the open-air drug markets. Right. <laughs> we got one in Middle River. If we can do something about that, that would be great, uh, Baltimore County Executive. Uh, I did want to uh, talk to you guys also about this investigation with Project Baltimore. Uh, we learned last week that uh, there could be sex offenders sitting in classrooms with our children. And now this is a Maryland state law that allows this. I guess my question is, how did this happen? This is... 
so heartbreaking. I, I mean, truly, it almost brings tears to your eyes when you hear what happened. And the mom of this child called me yesterday. So, oh. um, you know, really thankful that she is so brave, so brave to speak out about this. So her th- then three-year-old daughter was uh, sexually raped, was raped by a 14-year-old. Yeah. And um, that was in May. The case was adjudicated. Um, she he he pled guilty. So there's no no doubt here that this boy, this 14 year old boy who's now 15, and her little daughter is four, in therapy. Please pray for her. I, I think um, her family is so supportive. I, I feel really hopeful for her future that this won't be a life-changing thing. And that's why she's not being public. She doesn't want her daughter to be known as that three-year-old that was raped. Right, right. So um, the, uh, she and a, another child was also raped by the same boy. Um, they she said she called the Patterson High. This happened in Hartford County. The boy lives in the city. It was an is a ninth grader at Patterson High. They called the principal and said this boy pled guilty. Like there's he's not accused. You know, innocent until proven guilty. And they the boy is in class in you know in the school with future victims. Yeah. I, it's appalling. So uh, Delegate Lauren Arcan and Ryan Rocky and I are doing a deep dive on that this week. Where is where is the law failing us? Is it just a principle without the, the courage to do the right thing? And furthermore, I'm extremely concerned about the judge or mag- magistrate. If you look on Project Baltimore, Chris Papps posts up the, um, the documents. This judge or magistrate remanded this boy to go to school. I, I mean, you're speechless. Yeah. It, it, it's unbelievable. You're speechless. How? 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 He pled guilty to raping a three-year-old. Right. You would put this predator without having completed any counseling or therapy. It, must, or, it happened just last year. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's, yes. he's yes. 15. Yes. And, 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 and he's the, in school right he's now. He's in school. And, and the documentation says, as part of his uh, you know, sentencing, he must go to school. I am outraged. We are going to take action on that because this is the judiciary failing us. Yeah. And failing girls in that school who are now possible victims of this predator. Yeah, we'll discuss more of this right after the break because, of course, I, I'm thinking in ninth grade, you could be 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I, mean, you, I mean, these are there are young girls there. Uh, and for, as far as I know, he cannot be around. Uh, children under the age of is it is it minors in general? Yeah, I don't recall what the what it was, but you know, it it to me is totally nonsensical yeah. that the that the sentencing wouldn't say virtual or homeschooling, right? That that the sentencing wouldn't specifically say that to ensure that there are not any pre- victims there ready ready to be you know predated. Yeah. All right. We'll discuss more of this when we get back with Delegate Ryan Rocky and Delegate Kathy Chalega. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co., 
Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Call Goldco at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Sean Hannity sent you, and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Follow Sean Hannity's lead and call Gold Co. today at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. 855-815-GOLD. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Good Feet Store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Good Feet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Good Feet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Good Feet Store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. The Hilton Garden Inn, conveniently located in Owings Mills with easy check-in using their digital key. Just download their Hilton Honors app. Whether it's a special event or a get-together for drinks at the grill, you can be sure of a great time for all. Relax in their indoor pool and wake up to a delicious cup of coffee and made-to-order breakfast. Reach out to their sales department for your catering and event space needs. Call the Hilton Garden Inn, Owings Mills, 410-654-0030, 410-654-0030, where your Stay matters. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. The Rob Carson Show. We've had three years to sit here and take this administration. It started off with the withdrawal from Afghanistan and the abuses and usurpations have continued. I never thought that Trump voters would be complacent about this. But people are very concerned and they are not going to let their guard down and they are not going to let the Democrat Party do what they've done to the country anymore. The Rob Carson Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right, this is the Resistance Report with Delegate Kathy Shalega, Delegate Ryan Araki. Before the break, we were talking about the student that is at Patterson High School sitting in a classroom with other students, yet he is a sex offender. And I could go further and say a rapist, raping a three-year-old at the age of 14. And uh, we looked it up uh, during the break. Nearly 1,300 students at Patterson High School are under the age of 15, which this rapist should not be around, especially unsupervised. And I'm pretty sure there's no supervisor going to the bathroom with him as he goes. But you know what? Maybe so. Maybe so. But uh, we want to just uh, kind of ask, you know, what? What can we do next? Because there are a lot of parents. I was at a Moms for Liberty meeting last week in Carroll County. A lot of parents are very upset about this. What can we do? 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the problems, Kim, is that when you're talking about these juveniles, they are not on the sex offender registry, right? And so because they're not on any type of registry, there's no reporting to the school. And that also means that parents uh, in that school, they're not allowed to know, essentially, that there is this type of individual in the school. Uh, You know, if you look, uh, Project Baltimore did another uh, follow-up to this piece, and and if you look, uh, there were 338 juveniles charged last year uh, with sex offenses. Now, 12 of those ended up being committed to a DJS facility, but 48 of those 338 had a a probation of some sort. So we're talking about there could be many more of these individuals that are uh, convicted of some sort of uh, sex crime, uh, walking around in in high schools and things like that. And talk about how ridiculous. This one, it says that he's not supposed to have contact with anyone underneath of the age of 15. Well, I mean, think about the logistics of that in a high school. It's right. impossible to have him in the hallways and things like right. that and, and to adhere to what that is, that, that order from the judge. It's silliness. Uh, I think that at a minimum, we need to make sure that, that there is some sort of registration for these folks so that the school and so that parents know uh, that these people are out in the community. Uh, because we're not talking about a minor sex offense here. We're, we're talking about being convicted of rape here in this case. Yeah. This, is a, this is a big deal. It's big deal stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and we know what the, what the statistics look like on these types of crimes, right? Oh, Gen- right? Generally speaking, once you do these kinds of things, you stay with it for life. It, you, there is very little sort of rehabilitation for these, these sort of violent sexual offenders, usually. Yeah, no, I, I I hope, like you said, uh, Delegate Schlega, that the three-year-old is all right. She has the support of oh, Pray for her. I, it truly makes you, you want to weep. And um, But her mom is great. Her family, dad is great. They're really um, protecting her, supporting her. Um, but we get, we have to close this loophole. So we will find the loophole. We will put a bill in. We will close the loophole. And we will hold judges accountable that would let a predator into a high school. All right. Thank you so much for the resistance report. We'll talk to you guys next Thanks, week. Thanks, Kim. Okay. Thank you. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the fact that uh, Montgomery County thinks we have a housing crisis. Hi, Jim Hunter here to remind you that you can have an amazing new kitchen at a fraction of the cost with chic cabinet refacing from John Hagee Remodeling. My wife Bonnie and I had our kitchen redone by the John Hagee team and we couldn't be happier. It looks brand new and without all the time, mess, and cost of tearing everything out. They even brought our old cabinets up to date with new drawers, rollout trays, and more. Call John Hagee for your project and you'll learn why they've won so many awards for their craftsmanship and their customer service. Right now, get half-off savings on chic cabinet refacing. Save half-off the cost of refacing either your base or wall cabinets, whichever measurement is less. Call 410-329-1002. That's 329-1002. Or go to johnhagey.com. That's John com. Visit their showrooms on York Road and Hunt Valley and start planning your kitchen or bath project. Take it from me, Jim Hunter, and choose John Hagee Remodeling for your home improvements. Building excellence for over 40 years. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening.